0: Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. On the show this week we'll be discussing No Man's Sky, Fallout News, Splinter Cell News, PS4 Updates, Final Fantasy Fifteen, and more. I'm your host, Yuan, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, Jake. What up? And Matthew. Hello. How are you going, Matt? You sound very enthusiastic.
1: Uh, I, I Well, I've come off the back of like shooting like two different films my uni, and so I managed to get back into No Man's Sky for a short amount of time and regain my sanity, so...
0: Ah, well we're going to be talking yeah. about No Man's Sky a lot this episode, it's definitely going to be a feature, it is the big game at the moment, uh, but before we jump into what we've been playing, because I'm fairly sure that's going to lead into that conversation, uh, should we run through the games that are coming out this week, shall we, as we so often do now on the Starcast? Oh, let's do it. Sounds good. Uh, so So, good. this week we've got Bound coming out on PS4 on Tuesday, August 16th, the review for that one is already up, courtesy of Mehdi, he's written that one up uh we've also got grow up which has come out on the ps4 the xbox one and the pc that should be out as of the publishing of this episode as well Uh, i wrote a review on that i'll more on that just in a sec uh we've got dungeon punks on the ps4 and the vita i don't know anything about that one that's on tuesday inverses on the ps4 as well out tuesday and f1 2016 on the ps4 xbox one and pc this friday so pretty decent week there's some pretty good games in the lineup any that stand out to you jake uh, not,
2: well, not really, but F1 2016, I'll have to tell my dad about, he loves a good F1 game, so, ah, uh, does he now? he's, he's fully got the, uh, like the simulator controllers and stuff, he's got the pedals, oh, he's got like wow. an actual chair, he's got his driving oh, wheel thing, yeah. <laughs> like, this is me trying to talk about car parts, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's cool.
0: Nice, nice, and Matt, anything that stands out to you at all?
1: Um... Uh... Not, not really, to be honest, but nope. at the same time, I'm not really dedicating much time to gaming um, aside from No Man's Sky purely because of, you know, uni and everything. Dude, so, why don't you yeah. just quit
2: uni, mate?
1: Well, Not if I not if I want a career <laughs> in what I'm trying to do, which, you know, probably won't happen anyway. But...
2: Mate, you can't have both. <laughs> you can't have press start and, a, you know, a, a film career. you got to pick one. Pick one now.
0: Uh... <laughs> no pressure uh, <laughs> 3, 2, 1
2: uh, you're fired I
0: am questioning his oh, true okay. passion about video games though Jake Five.
2: yes I know right yeah. we should take no, a point no. off him for what the wiki look at, <laughs> it, look at it this
0: way oh, that's, that's
1: not fair I'm, I'm slowly on the rise so.
0: did he get um, the point last week I, I yeah. uh, meant to ask yeah I think he did yeah, he did. got the point last week for what the wiki okay well, yeah. my phone is still charging, so I will add that to the score counter when I can. Uh, but Matt, opportunity to redeem yourself. Have you been playing anything other than No Man's Sky? Prove how much of a gamer you are, uh, is, or is No Man's Sky all we've been playing?
1: Did you just say, prove how much of
0: a gamer are? A gamer I I, I swear so I, I have like dyslexia prove, with prove words Prove how much of a gamer you are. A game <laughs> I'm more of a gamer than you, Matt, right? I, I English
1: this weekend, and I'm a gamerer, and you're not a gamerer, <laughs> and I've been gamering longer than you have, so,
0: um, Can you no. just answer my poorly <laughs> pronounced <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> your, your <laughs> question?
1: Your poorly worded question ends with an answer of no, No Man's Sky is the only thing I've been playing uh,
0: for the past week. No Man's Sky is life. I get it. What about yourself, Jake?
2: uh yeah i'm the same it's all been no man's sky all day every day um which has been quite good obviously we'll talk about in a sec so probably yeah. don't need to go into it yeah too much. okay
0: well i guess it's just me doing the talking here then uh i've been playing grow up uh, my review for that is now live uh, i had a really great time with it um for those of you interested in the score i gave it i gave it an eight out of ten um but i was really enamored with it i really really enjoyed it and i'm hoping they do more um to kind of summarize i guess my sentiment of it it was uh a really kind of cute adorable kind of fun enjoyable sort of game to play um, the world it created was fantastic it really built upon the first game tremendously uh, and I it reminded me a lot of uh, the sort of mascot platform games that i grew up with uh, especially um something like rayman the fact that it's kind of got this uh very sort of lovable sort of art style uh, it's very sort of upbeat um so i'm hoping we get to see more of them uh the only problem with it really was that uh, it was very small and the difficulty ramp sloped downwards if anything so it kind of got easier the further you played the played the further you got into the game um you know i kind of reached like that 25 percent of the way through the game i got everything i needed to complete it and i basically just had to kind of power through the rest of the game and any sort of awkwardness in the controls just became a little bit of an annoyance um but uh yeah no i really hope i really enjoyed it and hope they do more of them indeed um Mm. but no man's sky should we discuss it is it time to dig deep into this infinite universe we've all been exploring Jamie, yes. how about you? How about you kick things off? It's been out. We've been playing it for about a week now. What are your thoughts?
2: Uh, what are um, my thoughts? Oh, actually, I did actually write some notes down here.
0: Ah, um, you're organised.
2: Well, Whoa. wow. I'll, I'll pretend impressive. I was. I, I did it for our group review thing, so they're just still sitting here, which is Oh, ah, nice. yes, yes. Um, of look, I, I, um, how do I put this? I'm really excited about No Man's Sky. Like, it, mm. I will say it's a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and something that I did express in our kind of group uh, review is just the kind of the longevity of the game and how long I'm going to find jumping into a planet and just like exploring as much as I can, entertaining. Um, I think, you know, there's definitely things that it's lacking, but for this initial kind of what has it been like a week of play like i've definitely found myself wanting to play a lot i'm excited to be like oh what should i do today oh you know all i'm gonna do today is just mine gold and try and get as many units as i want or today i'm just gonna go around and try and learn the alien language or you know whatever it may be i'm really kind of enjoying that aspect to it yeah um but, yeah, I think uh, I think there's definitely things that it can improve on, and I hope that there will be updates in DLC that will uh, kind of take in at least a couple of the ideas that I have that I think will make it a bit better, but I don't know if you want to go into all that now or whether yeah, you just well get it. Th-
0: this is our chance, Jake.' Come on, dig, dig deep let's
2: all know, right let's hear then. Your criticisms well, I just I just think like, at the heart of it, it a, is a, it is an exploration game, right? Yeah. Like, there's nothing else to it. All you have to do, you go and explore. There's not really a plot. And if there is, it doesn't really, like, uh, reveal itself straight away. It's more about the more you discover, the more you learn about the story, mm. um, which I guess has its pros and cons. You know, some people might like that mystery and it draws them to explore more. But for myself, I'm kind of like, well, I don't kind of get understand why... My player is doing this, so I don't really have that desire to go uh, explore for that story a little bit more. But I think the cool things that they should have done is definitely have some, like, more explorer-based equipment. Like, where's the camera at? Like, Mm. you know, that would have just been good, especially for all these planets that are supposed to be all different. Like, that just would have been a good element to add into the gameplay. Um
0: yeah, I wish uh, I had a photo mode, much like, yeah. uh, say, The Last of Us had, for instance, or Infamous. Um, you know, especially being sort of this kind of not quite first party, but having the sort of console exclusivity on uh, PS4. I'd have loved to have seen that integrated, because uh, you're right. Like it, during that exploration, the chance to kind of take cool kind of snapshots or whatever would is, is certainly there. Mm.
2: And like yeah. even just like there's no there's no map, no like. Map. You know and that's a let like just talking about exploration as a as a you know a historic thing that has happened on earth here like you know cartography and map creation is a huge part of that and it's like why isn't there that kind of element in in no man's sky as well it would be easy to go back to a planet and see what areas you've kind of already discovered um, and what parts you hadn't kind of like come across yet as well, like that just would have been an easy element. I, f- I feel, although it would have been also now that I think about it a little bit hard if all these planets are randomly generating themselves, mm. but surely they could have figured out something.
0: Yeah, I still have questions about the game too. Like, if you return to a planet, does it kind of save what was already there, or does yeah, it sort of regenerate? Question. Like, I I don't know how that would influence a map, but. I kind of wish it was on the topic of maps. Like, I wish it was more like Minecraft where you could kind of uh, create a map and then as you move around the world, it would kind of flesh out. Um, mm. So you actually had to go and explore it uh, for yeah, it exactly. to be kind of completed on the map. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, Matt, did you have any sort of thoughts you wanted to jump in with at all?
1: Uh, yeah, and no, I kind of agree with you guys on the, um, uh, on the whole snapshot camera thing. And that's one thing that I've kind of been a little bit annoyed about too i mean like playing going in like i i i found myself wanting to go back and you know actually explore and i think that the the addition of you know following the atlas path has actually given it a bit more um Mm. to do because like Mm. i found that you know if you took that away you're basically just on free roam you know, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's no, there's no urgency to go and do something. It's like with the Atlas thing, I kind of want to explore everything, but I also kind of want to, you know, go straight to the core and see what the, you know, what, um, what's going on. Mm. So, um, I think without that Atlas thing, you'd lose a lot more people because everyone would be like, well, what do we do? What are we supposed to do? I have no idea. You know, it's like get in and harvest things and, you know, yeah, you're going to survive, but, like, there's no prompts or anything, you know. Um, and I found that, like, uh, you know, along the way, like, you started off with uh, a particular... I started off with a particular race that was everywhere. I think it was yep. the Vakine the or whatever.
2: Yeah, are. same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ewan, then... what was
0: yours? Uh, I could don't know. I think it was the Vakine. And oh, as I started
1: traversing closer, um, or I'm about for four, four galaxies in... Mm. Um and all of a sudden the Korvax are everywhere. So it's a completely different alien race. Yeah. It's mm. kind of appeared, you know. Um and they are completely different. You know, what they do is completely different to what um, you know, the other one does. So yeah. I, I like that variation, but at the same time, I just feel like there's still not enough of a prompt to go and do things. Like, you know, the only times you run into the these creatures uh, in trade points or, you know, shelters and stuff like that, or on the space stations and all that, mm. you don't, you, know, you you're not actively running around and there's others like harvesting materials or whatever, um, which I kind of feel like there would be, um, like not everything would be desolate and isolated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having, having said that, like, you know, uh, uh, past all that, I think the other thing is, yeah, um, I would actually like the ability to fly around in space and see my ship in space.
2: Yes. Um, yes. I get a
1: little bit annoyed that, you know, like, it's all first person, the whole thing's first person. You know, like, when you're in the middle of a dogfight, mm. um, you know, I totally get that that's what they're trying to do is, like, this is you, this is your journey. And no one else's, but at the same time, I want to be like flying around. I want to be controlling my ship and knowing what's going, you know, what's going on. Um, And I just feel like there's certain features that they really could have, you know, just tweaked a little bit and made them slightly better. Uh, Of course, the last, I think, the last major point is the fact that you know, um, the lack of running into anybody uh, is that's a big talking point. and I think I think we discussed it last week, is that I reckon that if you had more of a journey style thing where you could just drop in and out of people's games, you know, walk past them, it doesn't necessarily have to be violent, because I feel like a lot of people would just be like, oh, I'm going to kill you and take your stuff. Mm. Um, but more of just a crossing path sort of thing, I think that's, yeah, that's what it needs, so...
0: Yeah, like uh, so. I, I want to get into that a bit more, um, but just kind of give you my kind of thoughts of the game, what I sort of wrote up in our initial sort of impressions, which you can. It, it's what we kind of call like a bit of a, a team kind of look, I guess, at the game. It's not so much a review as it's only sort of early impressions. But uh, a few of us that are obviously write for the site have contributed. And you can go and see that all over on the on the site. Uh, but yeah, what I was basically saying there was that. Um, I am kind of in awe of this game in the sense that it's very technically impressive. It kind of really brings to life a lot of these kind of sci-fi dreams, I guess, I've had as like a young kid and much later in life as well, kind of looking up into the stars and wondering what's out there. It's kind of almost like an artistic impression of space, uh, which I which is what I think is really, really cool. Um, i've personally found that there's lots of content there more so than i suspected there was in the kind of last few weeks leading up to this game uh, to its release sorry uh, like I'm so glad that, that Atlas kind of quest line I guess is there uh, and you can follow down that path and get pointers and there is a constant sort of direction I guess to the game uh, which I appreciate that immensely because um, it allows me to kind of constantly follow that, follow that path but then kind of look off into the distance and go oh there's something over there I want to check out and I can kind of get distracted and it ends up just kind of dragging out the game itself and um, so I've really kind of enjoyed that I found it very immersive uh I've loved just kind of taking my time and really kind of soaking in the environment and and learning the alien languages and discovering relics and gradually upgrading pieces of my equipment so I think there's probably a lot more game there than I suspected uh although it's still not living up to those initial sort of levels of hype that I got upon like first viewing of this game I'm to, to go back to multiplayer which i think is a discussion in of itself mm. uh, i agree like i wish i was able to have more of an impact on the universe and i wish i was able to do that with friends um specifically i like the idea of being able to create a base with your yeah. friends and you know kind of adopting a planet of your own and then building ships of your own and kind of taking off into the stars and being sort of a bunch of marauding pirates and stuff um you know maybe that would just require kind of closed connections but just between you and your friends or maybe there would need to be a system where people couldn't hurt each other outside of their friendship group or they couldn't kind of like damage each other's structures or whatever because obviously you know if everyone was able to build structures and attack other people's structures it would just be all that pandemonium and I think that would kind of frustrate people but if there was some sort of protection element to it where you it kind of just encouraged people to build like these kind of metropolises and these cities on planets Free from any sort of risk of destruction I think that would be something really really special Um, That's not to say This game couldn't become that at some stage I I don't really know what the kind of I think it's probably comes down to technical limitations In the end Uh, But yeah like what do you guys think about in the multiplayer aspect of the game, Uh, obviously you are all in the one server, um, but for the time being, if you do kind of bump into each other, you can't actually see each other's character. Uh, Do you think multiplayer is something that needs to be added in the future? And if so, how do you think the best way to go about that would be? Jake, do you want to maybe kick us off with that?
2: Yeah, I I think it's definitely an element that needs to be added in order to keep this game, uh, its replayability, like up there like i i think that for myself i'm probably gonna tire of this game you know Mm. probably after a month i'll probably be thinking about not playing it but i I reckon it will probably get me to a couple months and then i'll be like nah i can't be bothered anymore um But yeah, like exactly like you guys have said, if I'm able to jump in and explore with my friends and, you know, trade with each other and all that kind of stuff, then that's going to just add another element for me to just love even more and and keep me going even longer. Um, I think even with like the multiplayer aspects, like if they don't want to kind of create this. you know game where you can run into people and then it just becomes too kind of dense with all this uh all these players you know meeting each other it takes away from that kind of like isolated feel that they were initially going for like even just like the element of being able to like start some kind of like life on a planet like how cool would that be if you could like craft a certain bacteria or something that you could drop and then you come back to that planet like after a week and then some kind of like little civilization has started and and things like that and then every player can kind of like you know have have that kind of a crafting of that kind of bacteria or whatever, you know, have a, a a huge amount of like combinations that can occur with that. And then that way players can kind of have their signature kind of, you know, uh race that they create themselves. So you know if you you know, I went to a planet that you discovered a in like mm. I might be able to tell that because it's scientific bugs with robot heads and i'm like "Ah, oh, that's <laughs> ewan's you know i recognize his handiwork <laughs> yeah exactly right like i even that like you can still keep it isolated you don't have to run into players but you know you can witness some kind of like yes a player has been here um mm. a little bit more and a little bit more in an exciting way i think
0: yeah yeah what are your thoughts matt on multiplayer
1: i think uh they've got to implement it and they've got to implement it very carefully because mm-hmm. um, I mean this game like this game, has so much potential, there's 18 quintillion planets or whatever you know, out there to explore mm-hmm. uh, no matter how many people are out there, they're probably not going to explore them all and I just feel that like even, you know if you're on the same server or whatever as other people it's going to be a point where like rather than going out and doing what the game is meant to, you know be done and explore everything, you know. It'll just be people congregating in one area on the same planet consistently, or you know, in the same sort of star system. Party
2: planet. Um,
1: yeah, and basically just like not doing what the game, you know, is is meant meant to be done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like, and that's why I think that if you if they're going to do a multiplayer uh, for this kind of game, it'd be cool if yeah, you know, like Jake said, you you had your own kind of thing, but it'd be also cool if you dropped in and out of other games, kind of like Journey. So, you know, you were searching for an element and all of a sudden someone runs up to you and says, hey, I'm on the same planet and I know where to find that element. And you go and find that element and, you know, then you can get off the planet. Um, you don't necessarily have to turn around and shoot them in the face. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is what I feel like a lot of people would do, you know, you're mm. like, oh, you know, I helped you find that element. And I've just noticed that you have a really cool uh you know multi-tool on you so i'm gonna shoot you and take it um and i guess like that's just the value of human nature is they're gonna do that in the <laughs> yeah well
0: it's, yeah it's always the same and kind of in games like rust for example on on pc where you could build structures and and it was in sort of uh, a, the one multiplayer lobby that was all that happened um but yeah like I, i'm with you i think it could be introduced i think it kind of needs to be eventually otherwise the game may just kind of pan out a little bit um, cool. i think
1: i think the other thing that would be really cool is if they did introduce a multiplayer thing where you could get together with friends and stuff imagine mm-hmm. if the storyline converged on like because i'm I, I used to watch a botload of sci-fi when i was a kid you know like you know star trek stargate you know shows mm-hmm. like that favorite yeah. favorite thing to watch Imagine if there was a, like a storyline convergence point where you ended up in the middle of like a whole galactic war uh, between races of aliens or whatever. More, you, know, you discover more alien races and stuff like that, and you've got to pick a side, and your friends got to pick a side, and whether or not you pick the same side is it's not dependent on like you don't get to basically choose to be on the same side. You might be on the same side or not, and you end up in the middle of this galactic war. Um, you know, with those massive ships bearing down, and you're like the fighters and stuff like that. I reckon that would be cool mm. um, if it played out a little more like a actual like a sci-fi TV show um, or even movie, like even you know something kind of like Star Wars. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but just as just as a bonus, you know, like a, a DLC bonus content, something like that. You know, I just reckon that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I think even like even if they just made this like the more adult version of minecraft like that would be fine like you know the ability to just jump in with friends find resources build a couple of things and that's really it like yeah. you know to, to have that kind of nature in in that kind of sci-fi world and a situation i think would be would be enough
0: hmm. yeah i agree i agree um, I think the fault with this game, uh, which wasn't entirely the fault, I think, of Hello Games, I think it was just the way it was handled in terms of marketing, was that we kind of saw too little for too long, uh, yeah. if that makes sense. A- and we were allowed to sort of have our imaginations kind of run a little rampant, you know, the hype train steamed right along, and we all kind of built it up as something in our heads that I think wasn't... En- like wasn't possible really for the team of this size with this amount of scope to really pull off. Uh, so I think it has been a victim of overhyping. Um, that being said, I think that I, there's still plenty of this game to get me excited. Um, I love that you can go from a moment of tranquility uh to suddenly kind of picking up a rare item and all the sentinels kind of go ballistic and all of a sudden stuff shooting at you or you'll be kind of like meandering through a cave and all of a sudden there's like a a toxic storm and your hazard protection is dropping rapidly and you're just a little bit too far from your ship and I love that kind of self-preservation sort of mechanic that kind of gets in Hmm. there and injects some kind of bursts of adrenaline into the game as well. Um... I also love the thrill of kind of exciting... Oh, sorry, the thrill of discovering uh, a new planet that kind of looks quite different from the last one you went to or coming across a space anomaly or whatever. I was watching my brother play it last night, uh, and he got given directions to go and visit a black hole, and I was like, holy crap, like That's I didn't cool. even know black holes were in this game. I I want to yeah, see I. that for mm. sure. Uh, yeah, so like I, this game constantly... Uh, granted, still early days, but I find that the game's still throwing new things at me that I'm kind of excited to explore. Um, but, yeah, I am with everyone, and I think what is the kind of general consensus of this game wasn't everything we hoped it would be. Um, I think what it is, though, is still something quite special. Um, but uh, I think its future is interesting for sure.
2: Like, uh, for and i guess it's a bit sad for us gamers as well as hello games like what i've kind of thought about this is that like no man's sky it started as this like indie game uh, from the small team and then you know was picked up by sony or whatever and and made into like this big kind of commercial campaign but at the end of the day we still got an indie game out of it yeah um you know but the perception and the hype and the marketing around it really commercialized it to be you know a front runner with all these other AAA games that have come out so you know if if this wasn't released like that and it was just like this indie release that people kind of picked up on everyone like everyone would probably be like oh my god it's so good it's such a like a great exploration game and that would be it mm. but i think yeah just the way it was handled for sure i think there's you know as an indie game, fantastic. They've done great. Yeah. But because of that commercialization out of it, it's now, uh, you know, demanding from us all that we kind of want more out of it. It needs to be, you know, it was showcased as a A title. It yeah. needs to have these elements like every other A title.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly the heart of the problem, I think, the fact that it is an indie game that was treated to a A standard. Um, mm. I kind of feel a little bit sorry for hello games and the fact that i feel like they've had this vision this sort of artistic direction that has sort of been hijacked a bit by commercial interests um i don't think i think they i think they felt pressured to take the game in a direction they maybe didn't initially intend to take it down um i think obviously i'm kind of reading into this and sort of reading into quotes and behavior especially of sean murray but I think this game had quite simple intentions to begin with. It was kind of this infinite sort of procedurally generated universe that was something of, like, just just absolute technical prowess. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the coding and the programming behind this game, the art assets, must have just been absolutely incredible. And I think on that alone, it is truly an incredible piece of, of work. Absolutely. Uh, but... At the same time, like having the sort of bandwagon and the sort of commercial interest kind of getting behind the ears and then obviously the amount of interest in the game that existed for so long, uh, constantly having kind of uh, ideas thrown forward of what the game was going to be, I think probably put a lot of pressure on the team. Um, Seeing that kind of letter, that that open letter that Sean Murray put out to to, uh, reviewers and the press kits that were given out, um mm. kind of saying I know this game isn't going to be for everyone blah, blah 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 um thank you he kind of apologized as well like it was just a very sort of heartfelt letter and I feel like he's really sort of poured his heart and soul as as the entire team have into this game uh fully aware that it isn't going to be what everyone thought it was going to be um which it, to me is kind of a little tragic um Do you know, but, what you know I that's the nature that of video games I guess that's the nature of art in general so That is what it is.
1: Do you know what I feel about that though? I think that that letter, uh, it was, it was good. Like it was something that I think needed to be in there, but I think it needed to be in with every copy of the game. I don't think it needed to just be in the press kits.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: because that's, that's what a lot of people don't understand is like they, you know, they, yes, they made this game off the back of a small team, um, It hasn't even quite lived up to a lot of the videos we saw, you know, pre-release because a lot of them sort of showed, um, other things that I don't think anyone's really seen yet. Um, if you've seen that, um, Jurassic Park, uh, (laughs) the Jurassic Park video where, you know, it's like, welcome to Jurassic Park from the trailer and there's a dinosaur and then it cuts to a, a mix and match monster from a planet. Um... You know whether or not we do see that in another point, who knows? But um, I think that, that that letter it doesn't absolve them of anything. But you know, yeah, they got built up with the hype, uh, and I think that letter kind of should have been something that was shown to everyone because people just don't understand that the size of the team compared to the size of the game that they're making, um, you know, it's totally different. And people half the time don't get that it's a tiny studio that's made this game. Yeah, um, and it's something like. Uh, enormous on the scale of what they've done so you know where if, if it was someone like I don't know Bioware or Bethesda or whatever and they you know we got this uh, there'd be like lynchings and whatever because you know they they'd say this is totally una for, not. A, you, know, <laughs> for, for a, you know for a, for a studio like that big to make something like this they'd be like yeah you know, everyone would be up in arms about it but for, for such a small studio like Hello games to make this um you know it's it's not really heard of in this day and age
0: so yeah like i, I don't know like i think even if this game was made by a triple a like as a triple a title by a major studio uh it's still a universe where there are 18 unique sorry 18 quintillion unique planets that you can go and visit uh i i think that is just incredible um but you know i'm i i don't want to kind of be def- Wholeheartedly defending it because uh, I think obviously there are some faults. Even just the fact that the field of view feels so zoomed in drives me insane. Uh, but like I, you, know, we're all kind of guilty of overhyping this game. I think it sure there are aspects of it that uh, we would have liked to have seen, but I don't want to kind of ignore the 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 benefits. I guess the the great aspects of this game. Um, mm. purely out of a longing for things that may not have been feasible anyhow, if that makes sense. Like, uh, I, I'd, I'd like to see this game kind of go down for what it offered rather than what it lacked. Um, because I still think what is there in No Man's Sky, sure, there's not the multiplayer now, sure, there's not, like, the world building, sure, there's not all those sort of crafting, deep crafting mechanics that we in- initially envisioned. Uh, but I think what is there is still quite marvelous and i think that, as i said in my write-up that there is something magical about it uh and i don't want that to be overshadowed by kind of um kind of squabbling over oh but this was in that trailer and blah blah blah, blah. i think that's not very uh constructive i guess is what i'm trying to say kill any other <laughs> thoughts on no man's sky so no. I feel like I've just got to wait off my does chest because this was bugging anyone, me down. anyone,
1: <laughs> when when they're flying over a planet, does anyone uh-huh. get like weird sort of fuzzy patches where it looks like it's actually generating it as you're flying?
2: Yeah, sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I find that I've gotten that on a lot of planets. I think that's something that, like, that's one of my major gripes is that you know I, I'm flying along and then the next minute something just appears in front of me. I'm like, whoa, okay, where's the draw distance on this game? So yeah. I get that it's procedurally generated, but you think that like when you arrive at a planet that we, it would procedurally generate, you know, a lot further ahead than that. So yeah, that's, that's probably my biggest issue at the moment.
0: Yeah. And to be like entirely honest, I had a repeated bug that wherever I got near my ship, the game just totally crashed. Uh, the only mm. way I could get around it was by walking to another outpost and having the ships born there. Um, it's crashed numerous times. Me, there's been various bugs, um, I find the sort of automated flight controls in and around planets, the enormous buffer zone that it gives you above the atmosphere, um, quite inhibiting, quite annoying. Um, it breaks immersion. You know, there are there are absolutely faults to this game. Um, but yeah, I guess, like, I'm trying to provide a bit of a balanced perspective that it's not all just faults it's all not just omissions (laughs) there are still great aspects of this game I feel that I want to make sure people kind of appreciate um yeah appreciate what you have like not what you wish you had I guess
2: yeah it's definitely a game worth playing and you gotta suss it out and if you didn't play it like and it comes to next year like everyone will be like oh did you play no man's sky like I think it's definitely one that you you have to play Mm -hmm. um but it's definitely a, a different experience to what you might have thought. Um, but, yeah, it's good.
0: It's a good game. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Jake Barras, press up. Jake Barras, 2016. <laughs> uh, well, that's half an hour on No Man's Sky thereabouts. So uh, let's uh, jump <laughs> into a returning segment of uh, Crash, our Crash Bandicoot news update. Uh, booga booga. Ooga-bouka. No, we need you know what
1: we need here. We need the original intro song to lead us in.
0: Yeah, we do. Well, there's a there's da a little project na, for you, Matt. Uh, but yeah, obviously this is our returning segment where we bring you any Crash Bandicoot news that comes up in the lead up uh, in the lead up of the eventual release of the remastered games. We haven't had any news for a while, but guess what? There was news this week. GameStop have revealed that. Oh goodness, I nearly read that, Matt. So <laughs> what Matt does, I don't know how if you were made aware of this last podcast, but Matt goes into the agenda on our Google Drive and changes <laughs> all the I'm f- I'm forgetting what is Cortex. <laughs> Cortex. 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 What is it Doctor Cortex? Evil Doctor Cortex? Uh, I'm forgetting what his name Dr. is already. Doctor Cortex. Doctor sure. Neo Cortex. Co- Neo Cortex, thank you. That's what I'm looking for. Uh GameStop have revealed that Neo Cortex crash bandicoot's evil nemesis obviously will be joining skyland's imaginators with a figure of his own it appears that he will release exclusively in the crash bandicoot edition which is of course exclusive to the ps4 and the ps3 uh jake as the resident crash bandicoot fanboy along with myself how excited are you for this news
2: uh once again uh because skylanders is the only thing that is really uh out in terms of crash bandicoot at the moment Mm -hmm. i'm not like i'm not like a super skylanders fan so like yeah yeah. like it's it's cool like i i think it's like i think if they're gonna bring crash to skylanders it's really good that they're bringing like the whole kind of team to uh to it as well and not just kind of milking as much crash as possible like they are actually kind of making it um, somewhat of the whole franchise coming along, um, mm. but yeah, I'm, I look—I'm not a Skylanders fan, but I can see the hype in it for sure. Yeah. What about you, Ewan, uh, you and though you are?
0: Yeah, like I—I'm—I've not played a Skylanders game. I've never touched one. I don't have a copy of it anywhere in my house but like (laughs) um you don't i basically just hate on skyline everything else no like i'm just glad that crash is back like i'm glad that he's got an appearance in skyline so i'm glad that he kind of gets introduced to a new generation um he's kind of given second life in this way and hey we get like a cool kind of crash plastic figure that we can stick on our shelves um sure it's bundled in with a hundred dollar starter pack for the game but like I'm just I'm just glad that he's on the scene again um I think it's better to have some crash than no crash so I'm kind of cool I'm kind of excited about this um oh sugar I was just playing around with a rubber band and it snapped and just flew across the room uh sorry about that uh Matt what are your thoughts on on crash do you do you think this is exciting news at all or could you care it's
1: it's kind of cool but I still think that what they've done to him in Skylanders makes him look hideous. Uh, and I think it just happens to any, any uh, to, like, personally, anything that, like, goes into Skylanders comes out looking ugly. Uh, except for, like, <laughs> even, uh, even, even Donkey Kong went into the Nintendo one and he looked pretty ugly. And considering he didn't look the yeah, the most pretty character to begin with, um, just made it worse. Um, I don't think the art yeah. style's
2: too bad on Crash. No, I'm, I'm yeah,
1: not a fan. I actually think it's um, quite cool. I, I'm I'm really not a fan. Um, he he looks weird. He looks weirder than he used to look. Um, yeah, but he, looks he used even, to just he, be
2: triangles and squares. No, but yeah. he looks
1: even weirder than when uh, Activision <laughs> took over and made him look like a like a weird surfer kind of teenager. Um, I like you know I I'm still like pretty pumped, but I'm more pumped for the future of it rather than you know this. Yeah, uh, I've never divulged in getting a Skylanders game, and I don't think that's going to change.
0: Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Well I'm you know I'm on it. I want those figures on my shelf, so it's happening. But uh I reckon it looks kinda cool. I'm with Jake on that one. I I I'm down for this. I'm down for this. Uh something else that we might well be down for is this rumoured Fallout New Orleans that's cropped up on the scene recently. <laughs> It was trademarked on the European Intellectual Property Office, uh, which could suggest that Bethesda, and more specifically Obsidian, might be working on a follow-up to the widely successful Fallout 4. Um, Whilst this isn't confirmation, of course, it's incredibly likely, we think, that Bethesda will create a follow-up to Fallout 4 in some more regard, uh, as they did with Fallout 3, of course, with Fallout New Vegas. Um, They had just a two-year gap in between them. Uh, So, Matt, let's jump back to you. Uh, Do we think this is credible? Are we uh, excited about this, if so?
1: Uh, I would be a little bit excited. uh, But then again, you know, it's just trademarking a name. It's nothing other than the name. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Obsidian kind of tweeted something... Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that.
0: Yeah, I kind of did. Dampen
1: it dampened mm. people's hopes just a little bit, but then again, you know, they you know, knowing game companies could be just throwing them straight off It the was track. like a, a magic um, eight
0: ball that said uh, it, come said, uh it, it said like highly doubtful or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was something yeah. like that. Yeah, so um I think that dampened, but then apparently like you know, it it may be something someone else entirely be considering that the relationship between obsidian and Bethesda is not all that great as far as I'm aware yeah um, yeah so look I I liked Fallout 4 it was the first major game that actually got you know got me into the series um, I know that I've missed a butt time uh, and I know that uh, apparently New Vegas uh, was even better than three or so so people say yeah I think that's um, quite
0: An arguable statement, but uh, yeah, Yeah, yeah. there's certainly Um, camp out there that feel that way.
1: There's yeah, there's people out there that say it. Um, I'm not going to agree either way, but if you people want to fight me about it, you can. Um, (laughs) At Mv Samari, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we're all kind of a bit lukewarm on sort of Fallout. I, I mean, I spent close to 50 hours with it still. Um, Fallout 4 was probably the most uh, Fallout I've, I've played. I played a bit of 3, but not a huge amount. Um, but, you know, like I think this is cool for fans. I think this is cool news. If it is, in fact, true, again, I think we, you're right, Matt. We have to take this with a pinch of salt. Um, it could just be shoring up uh, the trademark um, for something that they had proposed at some stage. It may not necessarily be happening. Um, but, uh, if indeed it is happening, I'm certainly going to be interested in it and I'm sure there'll be a bunch more people far more interested in it than I am, of course. Um, what about yourself, Jake? Any kind of thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, look, I've never played a Fallout game, so, like, oh, I'm not... any of
0: 4 either? N- not, not,
2: never got into it. Oh, um, okay. Like, I mean, it would be interesting. Like, I have a lot of friends who are mad, like, Fallout fans and they love New Vegas and everything, <laughs> so... my only friend, you and... (laughs) Nah. Um, (laughs) Like, so, I mean, like, another kind of... I don't know if you can call it spin-off to the series or just a sidestep, you know, to that franchise would probably be, you know, very, very good for them. But I don't know. They took a while to make four, and it seems like they did it because the community wanted it more so than because they wanted to make one. So whether or not they'd still be... Pushing these games out is I think A big question as well
0: Mm. Well Fallout uh, New Orleans Wasn't the only new game rumour To emerge in the week Uh, We also had a NeoGAF user Post some interesting information about a rumoured Splinter Cell game uh, the source, who's previously been attached to Watchdogs 2 and Assassin's Creed leak says the alleged game is quite far in development, with Michael Ironside said to be returning as the voice of Sam Fisher. According to the user, the source said, I was, qu- uh, quote, I was surprised Splinter Cell didn't appear at E3. I know Ironside is back. He was in the studio. I said hi to him and his daughter. He was shooting a movie with Amy Jo Johnson. And I know someone who worked on that set, and Ironside confirmed that he was doing the new Splinter Cell. Uh, they continued, quote, I'm hoping to hear, uh, I'm I'm hoping to see, hear or see something unofficial, if not official, this year. But it's been hard to get anything beyond it's happening. Uh, what do we make of this news? I it, it sounds like a, a Facebook conversation that mm. this guy has just kind of spilled onto near gaff. Um, supposedly he's considered to be pretty credible, he or she. It's hard to kind of tell from the username. Uh, but uh, what are your, your thoughts on this, Jake? Do you think this is credible news is this something we should believe in do you think uh, and if so are you excited for the possibility of a new splinter cell game
2: yeah i mean like it's an odd one like it does seem like a very casual kind of like <laughs> interpretation of a, a conversation mm-hmm. um so i don't know i don't know if it's credible who knows it's it, you know it's the internet anything could be anything on the internet um but it is if it is true like i think that'd be really cool i do remember you know playing a few of the splinter cell games i never owned them but i had a couple of friends that did and i kind of borrowed it from them and and had a go at myself and i always found them quite enjoyable i love the stealth factor to it i think the mechanics and everything that were a part of that gameplay were really really cool um you know and i, I love the character of sam fisher as well so to have the uh, original voice actor back and, and that character back in this kind of new uh, gen kind of era that would be very very cool to kind of see what they Come up to and and um, yeah, to to see that franchise come back and looking great. So, mm.
0: yeah. What about yourself, Matt? Same sort of thoughts? Uh,
2: I've
1: I've never <laughs> I've never really been into stealth games, so I've never really been in the Spinner Cell series. Yeah. Um, I think I know, like I know the the kind of history of it, um, and I think it's kind of cool that they're bringing back Michael Ironside um, before he does eventually. Uh, pass on because he's getting on in years, um, but that gruff, deep voice—you know—they have to, they have to harvest the talent while they still can. <laughs> um, you know, anyone, anyone who's Solid, an '80s but... movie fan—you know—if you don't know who Michael Ironside is, then uh, you know, just hand in your life card and, go and sit <laughs> in the corner. Um, but no, like you know, I, oh, I was also going to like butt in and go, oh, and Amy Jo Johnson, she was the original Pink Power Ranger. Um, it's pop culture out the rear end.
0: Yeah, um, there you go. I didn't, that didn't click no, for I me. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. that's um, awesome.
1: But, um, no, I think it's kind of cool. Like, it'll, it'll appease the fans if Michael Ironside is coming back. Um, I just don't know, like, how much more... I, I really want to look into, it because, like, you know, it's all Tom Clancy Splinter Cell stuff. I yeah. want to know how much material they have left considering tom clancy hasn't been alive for he sadly moved on he passed away in like 2011 or something and they're still making splinter cell games so he was very
0: prolific (laughs) yeah
1: either either he just wrote a lot of stuff and left it behind or now they're kind of just doing whatever they want to do um but yeah like you know i guess we'll see what happens
0: yeah, I, I think it's the same story for me as uh, Fallout. Um, I have kind of a moderate amount of interest in this game. I'm not hugely attached to the franchise, but I know people, I know close friends. Um, you know, Kevin's not with us today, but he is a big Splinter Cell fan um, and was very excited to see this news. Uh, so I wish he was here to sort of represent that excitement. Um, but, you know, c- certainly while this isn't personally relevant for me, it is for other people, uh, and hence obviously very newsworthy for that reason, very exciting for that reason. Um, I do want to stress, though, that I think we need to be careful with the kind of way we um, look at news, I guess. You know, it's obviously... Uh, a credible, res- uh, credible report the fact that this user has provided credible information in the past or information that turned out to be true um, but I just want to kind of put in perspective like this is someone that's posting anonymously on NeoGAF uh, citing a source that's spoken to them uh, and then that source is claiming to have people that they've spoken to so you know it's like third hand information at best really um, that's
2: the best kind of information
0: yeah, yeah, so I just wanted to kind of put that in a little bit of perspective as well. But, uh, you know, keep keep your eyes and ears to the ground on that one. Uh, more news this week, though, is that the PS4.0 software update is hit beta. It is close to dropping. Sony have detailed the upcoming software update. It will refresh the system UI, adding tools for organization, updating the quick menu, and much, much more. The update has even more features that won't be available in the beta, so stay tuned for additional info on what to expect. Uh, we'll be back later with something like the launch date when it's eventually going to be coming out for everyone. Uh, in addition to the update, as well, PSN users will be getting, or will finally be getting, two step authentication in the next couple of days as it is rolled out early in Australia. Uh, Matt, what do you make of these changes, uh, to, to the software? Um, are they overdue? Are they, are you excited about these?
1: Uh, I kinda am.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: when I first when on, when someone first alerted to me, they said like it was, uh, they didn't put the extra O and I thought they were literally calling the Neo, the PlayStation 4.0, which I was like, oh my God, that's
0: the worst name. Um, I think
1: that want to be Shannon.
0: Um, yeah, I think I kind of did that kind of double take as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I think I think that the, the PS4, like the PS4's UI has never been anything special. Um, you know, it was a big step up from the PS3's cross-media bar, um, which they used for like everything coming out then. Um, but I think that there has been certain things missing from the UI that they could have really, you know, used. And I guess now they're finally, you know, putting it in there. Um, and I'd say they're probably getting it ready for the release of the new console, if and when it does come out. Mm. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it looks. Um, I mean, I would I would like the ability to kind of change it up just that little bit more. Um, I've always been a little bit annoyed that it hasn't had the same amount of customization as the PS3 and the PSPS uh, PS, you know, cross media bar. So you know, if it if it's all more customization, then I'm kind of all for it.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Are uh, you about the same, Jake?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I'm just—I haven't actually like read what's coming, so I'm reading oh. it now. Like, oh. it's pretty cool. I think it's very small, but the cool things about like the quick menu and the share mm. menu. Yeah. uh Where currently it is kind of a whole separate window, I do like the fact that it only covers a portion of the screen. So, you know, it won't exit the game or whatever you are in just to set up like your broadcast settings or, you know, just to dim the controller light a little bit more or turn down the chat volume or whatever it may be um that's very cool like tiny little improvements yeah, as well as the little ch- hidden trophy revealing yeah. what you need to do like that is the most annoying thing mm. and i don't know why they didn't do it earlier because it's like well i just hop on google anyway and try and figure out what the trophy is so now that it's on the system that's just even better
0: yeah yeah i, I totally agree and i love this sort of like even it's just kind of like those little changes that when you're sort of i guess as invested in the ecosystem as people such as ourselves are like these little changes mean a lot um the fact that you can even just kind of change the way your library is organized and only see Mm -hmm. games that are installed on your console uh I just like are gonna make the world a difference for me um being able to kind of customize folders even the kind of changes to the user profile I think are really cool like We've ho- almost had no uh, customization options for the user profile since the introduction of the PlayStation Network. Um, so f- to finally have that is, is really cool. Hopefully we'll be able to change our names one day. Um, the two-step verification, I think, is, is rather neat too. Um, I've never had my account hacked, thankfully, Touchwood. Uh, but I know people that have had issues with security and the fact that it lacks two-step Verification seems a little behind the times, uh, so the fact that that's been brought in is a very good indeed too. I think. Um, but Matt, what do you uh, what do you want to see next in terms of updates to the PS Four? Is there any other features that you're dying to have?
1: Uh, username changing. Yeah, are we all uh, in agreement with that? That's the that's <laughs> the biggest one. Um, you know, having made mine when I first got my PS Three, or I think even the PSP, I can't remember. Um. I just like I would like the ability to change my username you know even if it's just a one time change um, I think that's long overdue
2: mm. um, Shannon would like that he can change his username yeah,
1: yeah. people stop asking um, questions about it <laughs> yeah um, or Jake Jake can stop using his 15 year old name one.
2: Hey, oh. mine's awesome. The Jake Man is a quality name. Like, yeah, just the, putting uh, it there. The Damn the straight. X-X. Hey, X-X. I only, I had to do that on the PS4. I did OG. have just the Jake Man on my Xbox 360, but apparently there is another Jake Man out there, so I had to put some X's in my name on
0: the <laughs> side. OG. I'm I'm happy with my name. I'm really, like, I'm proud of myself. Groovy, Groovy Trunks, Trunk. inspired by the uh, the gadget from Ratchet & Clank. Well, um, well, chuffed myself yeah. on that one,
1: but I, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else I can really think of. Um, maybe just easier menu options, um, you know, to, to change options of like recording people through party chat and stuff like that. Yeah, I um, know that took forever to kind of set up and work out, and we, like, I still don't have it down on my end. So. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, certainly improving a great deal. Uh, final bit of news for the day, while we've got a little bit of time left, is that Final Fantasy XV has had its uh, uh, its delay officially confirmed. It will now release on November 29th. Uh, the release date will allow the development team's time to further polish and conduct quality testing so the reality of the game can match the expectations of both the fans and the creative teams. Uh to quote from the moment we joined this project our vision was to create a level of freedom and realism previously unseen in the series oh matt's been going and changing this again you can't mm-hmm. go and mess with my quotes i need to be really careful with what i say there. i'm <laughs> quoting someone matt oh, you snuck that one in there i'm not gonna read that breast physics bit <laughs> what well, is the actual quote do I just oh, no, skip that that's, sentence? That's the
1: only line. That The breast physics bit was the only
0: one. <laughs> uh, regrettably, we need a little bit more time to deliver on this vision, and are confident that this new release date will help us achieve this, said Hajime Tabata, the game director. Hope I got nice. that name right. Did I, did I do okay? Uh, Sounds quote, good. As the director and lead of this project, I wish to personally apologize for the additional weight. As a team, we want Final Fantasy XV to achieve a level of perfection that our fans deserve. We will we kindly ask for your understanding end quote uh so my question to you guys is do we have any hope for this game anymore i don't know what do you think jake
2: i don't know after 15 installments you're like it's like yeah well i've got 14 others i can delve back into so I, you know <laughs> it yeah shouldn't be all the offshoots of in ds situations yeah.
0: and everything like, yeah exactly
2: i um, mean i don't know it's one of those things square nx love kind of like Delaying and bringing stuff out like fifteen years after they promise it, and you know anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know.
0: That's that's just uh, Kingdom Hearts coming back and uh, yeah, there, pretty much. It? Yeah, um, yeah, like I don't know. I just I really wanted to like this game. I thought this is gonna be the the first Final Fantasy it game does in, in a while cool. to grab my attention. I don't mm. know if it does look cool. Like I initially liked oh, the the idea of the premise in theory, but that e, showing at E three during the Xbox conference, I think it was looked really average i thought um
2: no but we 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 came to a conclusion that the guy couldn't play the game properly
0: <laughs> the guy who's just involved with making the game couldn't play it properly that's a little problematic don't you think jake <laughs> just uh a little well, bit? Just a little bit, maybe? well they
2: delayed it so maybe they've just delayed it so he can get he a can handle get better, on it better yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, what do you reckon about the, uh, rumors, Matt, that this was in fact just a bit of a play to clear it well out of the way from Persona 5's release in Japan?
1: Uh, I, I have no idea. I guess, like, it would work for Japan, but then why, um, why do it worldwide? Um, I guess, like, you know, at the same time, yeah, the Japanese, you know, they don't want to be playing two things at once, um, that are, you know, pretty big, but, um yeah you know like there's a lot of fans around the world that want to play it so yeah um
0: you sound positively yeah. enthused for final <laughs> fantasy I, 15, I, look, look
1: for it for a <laughs> games for a game series called final fantasy um i'm still waiting for the actual final fantasy
0: oh it sounds um, like you guys just want like a like an abrupt end and for it to disappear for years and maybe come in- back with a reboot
1: Oh, I got into it once, um, and that was, like, with Ten, and then... Yeah,
0: I played, I like, didn't one.
1: really play it ever again, um, and then, like, I just like watching all the controversy from, like, long-time fans going, no, they changed the game, I don't like it, you know? <laughs> um, and... So, apologies alarming. if you are a Final Fantasy fan out there. If if you didn't like my impression, then again you can fight <laughs> me on it. Um,
2: at mv Samari
1: <laughs> um, But yeah. yeah, no, I just I, I really, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a big Final Fantasy gamer, so I'm not yeah it doesn't it doesn't really affect me.
0: Yeah, I'm I, again, I kind of just really wanted to, to like this, and I'm just kind of my hope for it is, is gradually fading. But Persona 5, I'm still very keen on indeed. I'm keen to see how that one all pans out. Uh, but, Jake, have we got a bit of time for a quick game of What the Wiki, do you think?
2: Uh, have we ever got time? I think we've got all the time that we need to play What the Wiki. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Ewan, you're not excited. This is your first chance of playing. I'm
0: taking show notes. I'm trying to make sure I know when each segment ends. uh,
2: Okay. Here's the
0: bit where we need another intro. Um, We need
1: someone to compose up like a little game show.
2: What the wiki, the game we play, the game we play all the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Uh, That'll do, I guess, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of want it to be like some kind of cheesy 80s kind of, yeah, quiz show intro.
2: Yeah, okay, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll work, work on it. That's good. Oxford, um, that come felt on down. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. Like that. Um, but yeah, congratulations! I thought-
0: you've won the family barbecue.
2: <sighs> it's a new pair of socks. <laughs> What I've always needed. Anyway, let's play this game. So I'm gonna host it this week because it gives you a chance to actually get a score on the scoreboard. Yeah, I've never, um, never played. He's a never played. Game. Um, I've played and lost. So you uh, and you'll either feel the uh, the the loss of dignity that I have, or you'll feel the victory that Matt has had. At- two occurrences now is that yeah, matt
1: yeah twice.
0: I sense yeah i to do horribly at this um, i will destroy you
2: <laughs> so for anyone playing at home who hasn't heard this segment before this is the game where um, the host, which this episode is my uh, self for this game uh will read out the description of a game and we will replace the name of the game with the words the game uh, so let's say if it was Mario, I'd be like, the game is about a plumber. So that's <laughs> a little example there. Um, first person out of three uh, wins the, uh, the round or the, the, the championship of What the Wiki on this podcast. And uh, if you get the question wrong, you are disqualified from the round.
0: Players, are we ready? Yes. So no, I'm not ready. I totally lie. I'm unprepared for this. I don't Who know cares? If I ever intended to play this game myself. Oh god. Yeah.
1: Woo! Matt gets a point woo. for that.
0: <laughs> okay, let's Go play. On.
2: What the wiki? Ba-da. First game. The game is an upcoming action role-playing game developed and published by Square Enix for the PlayStation Matt. 4 and Xbox One. Yeah.
1: Uh, are we talking Final Fantasy 15?
2: <gasps> Matt, we are not. Oh, <laughs> it is up to you And here we go uh, continuing on it is the 11th installment in the series and the final chapter in the Dark Seeker saga set after the events of the previous game on DS the returning protagonist is joined by his friends in their search for the seven guardians of light and the key to return hearts as they attempt to thwart Master Xehanort's plan to bring about a second key- keyblade war the journey has then uh, them cross paths with characters and visit worlds Based on Disney and properties and final, oh, okay, final okay, Fantasy. all right,
0: okay. Let's. I'm gonna stop you there, Jake. I know yeah. what this is in theory. I know the series that we're talking. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. One very near and dear to your heart. But what's <laughs> thrown me off is that you said it's the eleventh installment. Ah, and only I'm a fairly true fan sure would what we're up to. the game no, we'll you're tec- talking about is Kingdom Hearts is. three.
2: Ewan am I wrong? Right? <laughs> I'm. Really it is lost Kingdom Hearts three.
0: Yes. Oh, my yeah, gosh.
2: So Jake, Be conf- Jake, yo,
1: were you wearing pants for that? Because <laughs> you just sounded way too excited.
2: <laughs> no, I thought it was funny because I knew, like, someone would jump in after I said the first line, which was you, Matt, thinking it was Final Fantasy because we had that in the news. So, we, yeah. it all just went uh, to
0: plan. Is that what yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was good. But it's the 11th installment because they've had, like, games come out on mobile and DS and all kinds of things right. in between. Right i kind mains. of figured
0: it'd be something like that but yeah i was really nervous that i was gonna just royally screw up so <laughs> Thank um God. okay I'm, I'm
2: gonna i'm gonna leave this next one because it's too easy and i want this to be a bit of a challenge so let's move on to the next game ewan's got one point up can he win it with this next one here Please we go, go. Round two. The game is a first-person rail shooter and simulation video game. The gameplay is similar to other first-person games, viewing from the uh, perspective of the protagonist, Todd Snap, as he moves automatically. Yo.
1: It's Pokemon Snap. It is Pokemon Uh, Snap. Yes.
2: We had the uh, news this week that that is coming to
0: Wii U, apparently. So there you go.
1: Make it mobile and then everyone will go
0: crazy. For, yeah, For some reason, boy. when you said it was an on-rails like, first-person shooter, I was like, oh, is it that Rambo game that came out like a couple of years ago that everyone hated <laughs> on? And then I just couldn't get Rambo out of my head. And I'm like, who is this Todd <laughs> Snap like, person? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's not Rambo's
2: a, real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. So we both got a point each. Anyone's game, Ooh. who will take it? On. Here we Round three. After the events of the previous game, a group of children become role playing superheroes. However, a falling out over one of the kids' planned film franchise uh, splinters the boys into two groups, with some calling for a civil war to make their own franchise. The oh, oh, ag- oh, Ewan! Ewan,
0: Ewan, Ewan! Ewan. Yeah. Uh, is this um, South Park Fractured Butthole? A Fractured Butthole? Ewan? Butt hole? It is! You are the one! Yes. <laughs> what the wicked is! Yes! Success! Oh my well goodness, done, mate. I'd, well like to, done. I'd like to thank Jake for being so encouraging in his hostal duties and for allowing me to for take this opportunity to play around. I, I sacrificed
2: Wiki. my own <laughs> chance to get on the scoreboard for you, Ewan.
0: Oh, wow. Um,
2: so that means next time you host What The Wiki, just, you know, fling some hints my way. Send me the cheat sheet or something that like was, that. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> that was exhilarating. Oh, man. Well done. My heart's racing. Whew. Matt, how do you feel?
1: uh uh yeah congratulations um, <laughs> you, you deserve you deserve the win you knew that last one um i didn't so yeah well i was I, I, enjoy is the it, point
0: it, it's south park fractured butthole, right it's not a fractured it's but, i think it's
2: the the fractured the but fra- oh,
0: okay all right I wasn't fractured. quite sure like what's the play uh, first word. Fractured I got away with that, though, just fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's, that's Jake's nickname for me, anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll give you a reading of the scores, if you like. So, Shannon is still in the lead with four points. Uh, Red. Matt, you scored last week. Uh, so, you're equal second with Fergus and Medi all on two points. And then Kevin, Seamus, and myself now apparently are equal third on a point each. Oh, God, um, I feel so bad. <laughs> it's just fierce competition. That's all it is, Jake. Exactly. Um, but, you know, you only need to win twice, and then you're up in second spot. So it's a pretty even field at the moment. Um, yeah, Shannon is just kind of earning his uh, his right to be editor in chief at the moment, or managing editor, or whatever I'm supposed to call him these days. <laughs> he complained about it last time when I got it wrong. That's
2: not my name, Ewan. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, yeah, I guess it's my job to close out the episode. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Uh, with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 65 of the Startcast, not the. Shortcuts cats that Matt's written down on the agenda. Subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast service of your choice. Be sure to follow Press Start on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Press Start AU. Whenever you hear me laughing, it's because Matt is writing inappropriate messages, uh, as well as visiting the site, of course, at Press I've been your host, Yuen, and you can follow me on Twitter. Sorry, I need to take a moment. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at unt Roxborough. Joining us today was Jake. Hey, guys. You
2: can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Jake Barros, B-A-R-R-O-S. I don't think I'm working on anything at the moment, but who knows? We might have some fun that we turn into a video or something like that yeah, so and stay major tuned
0: props to jake on the uh, gta olympics video that was a lot of fun if you've watched that, not, was so watch well that yet it's a bit of a giggle. thank you i want to do more
2: yeah yeah we should we'll yeah. we'll change it into the press start championships or something like that yeah uh and then at the end of the year whoever's like the winner like can get something and whoever the loser has to do something. Oh my God. So many ideas. Stay tuned. Cool. Well, I'm
0: thinking when we get around to our hundredth episode, which is only 35 episodes away from now, uh, we take, uh, the, uh, what the wiki winner and we present them with a prize. Then I reckon. Yes. Just like, uh, uh, but the man putting me in fits of giggles today was none other than Matthew Zamari.
1: Yo, uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, MV Zamari. Don't forget all you Final Fantasy fans uh, <laughs> to come fight me. Um, who else had to fight me? Oh, the Splinter Cell fans too. Splinter Cell fans. That's yeah. Right.
0: Everyone. I'm um, fairly sure the Fallout fans might get in there as well. Like, it's yeah. Just oh no, no,
1: no. It was the it was the Fallout fans. It was the Fallout fans and the Final Fantasy fans. So, yeah. Uh, A yeah. lo- lot of F. A lot of F
0: words. As soon as um, they implement multiplayer into No Man's Sky, if and when yeah, they do, they'll all hunt my you planet, down. They'll all so, come. Yeah. Blow up every planet you ever set for Um them.
1: Speaking of No Man's Sky, I'm um, I'm probably going to throw a thing together on the site for it. Um, there's, oh, yeah, yeah you are, Sometime hey. in the future. Uh, and also, I'm working on a, like a, a video that will be pretty hilarious, I reckon, so stay tuned for that.
0: Cool, cool. Well, if it's got you, two, you involved with it, Matt, I'm sure it will be a <laughs> laugh indeed. Uh, but thanks <laughs> for joining us again this week, guys. Until next time, happy gaming.
1: Goodbye. Bye.